from the desk below. take like two minutes of your time to help spread the awareness on the injustice going on in North America. Um, this story t actually takes place in Canada in a province called New Brunswick. Um, June 14th, 2020, an indigenous man by the name of Rodney Levi was murdered by police in his pastor's home. Now, Rodney Levi was a welcome guest in the pastor's home, and the RCMP were called for an unwanted person. A spokesman for the police couldn't tell Global New Brunswick or Global Nationals on who called the police. If you don't live in Canada, you should know that RCMP are very racist against indigenous people, especially my own kind right here, because I, I've been a victim of RCMP brutality. I can only imagine what they did to Rodney Levi when he when they were called to his pastor's house for an unwel unwelcome guest. But the pastor says that Rodney Levi was a welcome guest. Change has to come, but in order to change to come, we have to start bringing awareness on these stories going on because it's 2020. Can we all just get along? I know, like, it's going to be a hard fight to help spread awareness, but I'm not going to start. So if you can just take two minutes of your time just to Google Rodney Levi, New Brunswick, and then just sign the link below. I know it's not much, but at least it helps if we can't be protesting in the streets. But I don't know what's going on in this world, but y'all stay safe out there. One love. Back from the desk below. Now, if you are turned into the show, you know that people from Michigan, especially artists from Michigan, they are one hell of an artist right now. They take their craft very serious, and they're one of the most scariest artists, lyricist-wise, out of the Michigan state. So, you may have heard of this gentleman who I have on the phone with me right now through his collaborations with his group... Or maybe you might have heard of him through his work from Metal Finger Music. But for further introductions, from Street Justice, I have Gypsy. Hey, what's up, what's up? And how are you doing today, sir? I'm hanging in there, man, trying to trying to beat the heat <laughs> right now. That's hey, it. Hey, it's better than snow and rain. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, you can just throw my clothes on and stay warm, you know, in the cold. And when it's hot, 
You can only do so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't skip that hardness. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> man, I gotta say, Gypsy, um, past like ever since I uh, interviewed Catch, um, I've been checking out your guys' Street Justice mixtapes, uh, well, mixtapes album, because you know everyone likes to label their projects differently now too. But when I be listening to these projects, like man, these projects age so well. So I wanted to give you guys a platform to actually, you know, showcase your art and to actually talk about because, man, Street Justice is still your favorite group. I love that slogan. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> Anytime, sir. Slogan anything. That's what's up, man. Yeah, you well, they can you know check everything out on Bandcamp. Um, everything is on uh, streetjustice.bandcamp.com. You can find all of our uh, old projects. But now, I will say, we have, I want to say, about two or three projects that never, like, they were only released on CD. And the people who have CDs, they're the only ones who have those projects, whatever. But for the most part, everything else is all on Bandcamp. You know okay. So the people who have those CDs are, like, definitely collector's items right there. They're going to be, like, the next, like, Hall and Nash pretty soon. Yeah, basically. <laughs> basically. <laughs> okay. <laughs> See, so um, I have to ask, Gypsy, now, too, uh, did you grow up in Inkster or did you grow up in Detroit? Yes, I grew up in Inkster, man. Born and raised. I don't know if they see it on the hat, whatever, but, yeah. Inkster, born and raised, whatever. Okay, okay, yes, sir. I, I, lo I love to see how you remain faithful to the place you came from, too, because it's where you came from that actually makes you. Yeah, definitely, 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 man. It's like the the things that I say in my, in my lyrics, all of that stuff, it, you know, it, it all comes from where, you know, how I was raised, everything, you know, my surroundings, you know, situations I've been in, friends I've seen in situations, all that, you know. Well, and it even shows through the music now, too. Like, especially, like, when I, like, the very first project that I ever checked out from you guys when I sat down was, like, the Coffee House mixtape. And when I heard, like, Watch Your Mouth, I was like, oh, God damn, yo, these guys are nice. <laughs> you want to know something crazy, man? The story of that that uh, song is is pretty dope, man. Like, I had, I think I met Bango a couple times before we actually recorded that. But I actually recorded that song. And, um... Yeah, it's like we came up with the hook. Everything was just so fast, man. I want to say that song, like, we probably did that song in an hour times, you know? Okay. Now, I kind of jumped a little bit ahead right now, too. But when you guys were forming Street Justice now, too, because for somebody who is not super familiar with you guys, but they know, like, your projects now, too, um, was the Coffee House mixtape, like, the first project that the three of you actually got together and put out? Or was there ones before that, like, the CD one? It was actually, like, a couple before Coffee House. We had, uh, no, we do have Alpha Just Us, right? Okay. That, now, before that, we had Alpha Justice, Volume 1 and Volume 2. Now, those are the couple projects that I said are, like, only on CD, whatever. And if you have CD... Somebody let me know because I don't even have a copy of it right <laughs> But yeah, it's uh yeah, you can find those on C D and also we were on a label called True to Life, um, under Corey Joe. Okay. And yeah, we did a project. We did, we were on a, like a few songs on that compilation for that for that uh record label at that time. So when you get when you're growing up in Inkster with catching red, now I have to ask like who coined the new term Street Justice now, too? Like, who coined, the, like, the group name? Like, we're going to call ourselves Street Justice. Or it's, was it it's, given it's to you guys? It's funny, man. Honestly, it's a little backstory behind that. And I'll tell you because it's, you know, I try to shorten it up as quick as I can. Oh, no, you don't but, have to. You can get into detail. 
Oh, okay, well, technically, street justice started when it started. I wasn't, me and uh, Red technically were not in the group at the time when it first started. Really? Yes, when it first, like, now, I would say this, uh, Catch, it was Catch, um, my boy, Flaw, we call him Flawless, whatever, but my boy, John, and El Muhammad, we all call him Elmo, but he liked to go by John Doe, whatever, but they started Street Justice just really rapping in the basement and freestyling, and, you know, I came around a couple times, but the times I came around, Catch wasn't there yet, I didn't meet Catch until, like, I want to say a week before Street Justice really started, <laughs> Like, uh, formally. We went to high school together, but, okay. like, you know, apps and handshakes, really, in the hallway, and that's that's about it, whatever. But I formally met him, and then, you know, uh, you know, uh, my boy John, that was in uh, Street Justice at, at first. Oh, sorry about that. On a bouncer? You know, he, he really wanted me in, the, in it as well, you know, so, um, you know, because me and him, we were, like, best friends, and we were rapping in my basement all the time, and but, um, you know, I just, I, I had a beat, uh, and which was my second beat I ever made, whatever. And you know, I'll go back to the story of uh, how Street Justice came about. They came up with that name in the basement, basically, just coming together. And, like, they were going to do the rap thing, whatever. And then here comes me and Red. We were all friends from high school because we all went to the same high school. And, you know, uh, Flawless, he's on the first Street Justice song that okay. we ever made. That's the contact see this is what i love about like a story about like a beginning group like right now mm-hmm. too because you're you're aware of the almighty dreadnoughts obviously mm-hmm. i love a shout out to the dreadnoughts yeah sir shout, shout out to the dreadnoughts when i did the seven part series on them oh sorry six part series on them their story was uh-huh. kind of like how the way that you said it. we all started in the basement we knew each other from high school and this is why like i love when i hear things like that now too because it makes the music come out greater when you actually know of the person not like you know super dapped up with him but you know of them mm-hmm, definitely like me and red we uh we were neighbors we stayed around the corner from each other oh really oh wow each other like we met each other like two weeks before high school started whatever (laughs) yeah and that we've been cool ever since whatever you know and actually me and red were like a couple weeks apart from each other as far as you know birthdays and everything so you know me and red we already had that but red and uh and catch they were cousins so they already knew each other you know so it's a family affair yeah, like with them, it's definitely like a fan. But see, now I'm like the distant cousin. So <laughs> <laughs> now, when you were coming into the street justice, now too, did you go by Gypsy or did you go by something else? I actually went by Gypsy Eye, man. I went by actually it started the Gypsy Eye. Oh, oh wow! Then, you know, and Gypsy Eye was spelled with a G at first, and then my friend was like uh, one of my boys in True to Life. He was like, "Your name Julian. It started with a J. Why don't you just make change the." Gypsy to a J. I was like, you're right, man. I'm, I'm going to do that. <laughs> so, <laughs> then on, I went with Gypsy Eye, and then I realized Gypsy Eye is kind of corny. Or not even that, really. Honestly, I'm kind of salty because it was a guy that tried to come after me for the name, whatever. He was a uh, part of Jimi Hendrix. Like, I don't know if his son's band or brother's band or something like that, whatever. And his name was uh, Gypsy Eye, whatever. So, I just dropped the eye and I was like, just gypsy. That's yeah, fine. It's like, I don't want no problem. I was good. I'm going to do my thing. Yeah, I ain't going to court, so we ain't doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I just dropped the eye. It's not that serious. Yeah. 
Okay. And then I realized I'm glad I did it because, you know, Gypsy I is kind of corny. So, yeah. <laughs> right. Well, and I like the way, like, too, because, like, it makes it distinctive to actually find you now, too. Because, like, when you type in Gypsy, like, with a G, you'd be surprised what would be coming up on title now, too. And I was I'm like, I wonder if he has any <laughs> solo tracks. But I kept coming up with, like, the foul yeah. mouth and the middle finger tracks. Well, see, here's the thing. Like, uh, Web, you, you'll find just playing Gypsy, my name, whatever, with those tracks. But I did change my name to, like, my my um, my um government. Okay. You know, Julian Antoine. I did go by that for a long Like, if you type, if you go on Spotify or any, uh you know, streaming platforms, you type in Julian Antoine, you'll see my project, the ism on there or whatever. Oh wow! I never. Is, oh wow! I see. Honestly, I keep it a bug with you. I never knew that. No wonder I couldn't find any gypsy projects. Well, here's the thing about the ism. The ism technically was not supposed to be an album. I was just kind of putting something out there for like a, a record label that was doing some scouting. But I was like, you know what? I might as well just throw a name on it, slap a cover on it, and call it an album, whatever. But you know, okay. I, I definitely, uh, I definitely plan on reusing some of those songs and, and changing up the, the vibe a little bit because I feel like it could have went further. I just didn't I didn't put my all into putting it out there. So, you know, if only a couple hundred people heard it, then it's billions of people out here they, that need to hear it. So I'm going to go ahead and, and give it its just due. What I say, like, uh, timing is everything now, too, because, like, some tracks yeah. may go over a lot of people's heads now, too, and when you play it back yeah. in a certain day and age, it's like, wow, he was ahead of his time back then. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and see, that's the thing, that's what I'm going for, like, I'm not just trying to just put out just a bunch of just songs that that's just out there, whatever, I like to have some timeless, something I could play 10 years from now and be like, man, I still got that, you know, or something, whatever, uh, it still, it has to invoke some type of emotion, you know what I'm saying? Because that's what music is about. It, 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 it invokes emotions and, you know what I'm saying? And it also has a spirit in it. It can make you, it can, you know, make you do something. It could be like a, a temptress or something like that. Yeah. Well, and it's also too, like, it brings back memories too of that time in your life too, I like to say. Mm-hmm, definitely, definitely. You know, it can bring nostalgia, all of that. You know, music is just, it's so layered, you know, as far as what it can do for, for anybody. That's why I said music is my life. Music is life, you know. I like how you said that, too. And I bet you, like, when you got nominated for Mixtape of the Year for uh, Coffee House, I bet you that really gave, like, the, the drive that you guys needed. It's like, oh, shit, we, we got nominated for Mixtape of the Year. Yeah, man. I, I, it was kind of cool then because, you know, we were, like, trying to kind of get accepted by the, the Detroit crowd at the time. Because we stopped doing a lot of shows in Inkster and started doing more shows in Detroit and, you know, surrounding areas and everything. So we were just trying to get our foot in the door. And when they did that, it was kind of like, okay, we, we, we made some noise. So, so they hear us. So, you know, let's, let's, you know, steamroll and just keep it pushing, whatever. And when you, when you guys are actually coming to for like a mixtape awards now too, like that's something that can never be replicated in this day and age now too, because everything's streaming now back then. It was like still hand to hand with those mixtapes. Right, 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 definitely. Uh, Mixtapes was a big part of music around that time. They, you know, that's around the, the G-Unit G unit era. They really made it popular. Oh, yeah. And then all the DJs that came after that, like the Who Kids, the Dramas, the Evil Empires. Uh, Green Lanterns, all of them. The yeah, DJ man. Exclusives. We'll get into that in a minute. Oh, you said DJ who? DJ Exclusive. I'm like, we'll get into that in a minute. 
No, okay. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, definitely, man. Like that, that era, it was fun, man. It was real fun because you just go in the studio and, okay, you heard what the person did on the song before. And it's like either you're trying to outdo them or you're trying to, you know, give off the same vibe that person gave off. You yeah. know? So, yeah, we, we were trying to rap our like out rap everybody. <laughs> you know, so. <laughs> we're definitely showing now too and like the reason why like i brought up like that that topic now too and the reason why i said dj exclusive now too because when i That's see bad. oh yeah. yeah history in the making yes yeah, so i checked yeah, out that project <laughs> now um see that see there wasn't mixtapes were big then back then now too and to actually have like a mixtape hosted by like dj exclusives man i remember he had like Wayne tapes, he had like M tapes, and like for to and to see like a DJ exclusive at Street Justice, that was like wow. So man, we I don't even I don't really think we even knew how big it was or how how really big that was just to have that stamp at that time because DJ exclusive he had you know yes man he had plugs like he we met Redman through DJ exclusive you know? really. Well, I, I well we got to smoke with him. We ain't like hey, that's better than me. And I'm sure I was. So how much people say they smoke red, man? Right, man. That's like on my bucket list. It's almost like smoking with Cheech and Chong. <laughs> <laughs> For real, man. So that that was cool. That was a cool experience doing that. Whatever. So when yeah. you when you guys were sorry to cut you off when you guys were um, in the making of history in the making now too. Like, what were the vibes in the studio for like making a DJ exclusive stamp mixtape? I'm going to tell you this, man. Coffee House and History in the Making were the most fun. Like, that was, like, the funnest time ever because I'm going to tell you, we made those projects. We made both of those projects in, like, three months. Wow. Really? Wow. So like, it's only in a time span. Wow. It did not take long. It didn't take long. Oh, we went down to um, Scribble Jam, and we saw uh, DJ. Uh, we saw Odyssey. Okay. And, Odyssey, he was down there. We kicked it with him, and I actually had just recorded like a mixtape type joint over one of his beats, and I let him hear it. He was like, "That's dope, man." He was like, "Here's a, uh, you know, he basically gave us a, um, uh, a instrumental project, and we was like, hey, well, we gonna holler at you, man, because we gonna rap on all of these, and we just gonna send it to you.' So we rapped on every single last one of them, like we literally from that day, driving back home from Cincinnati. We were like working on a project already, oh, so like the vibes was just—it was perfect, man. I'm just being honest with you. Hey, no, it's dope. Ain't ready and just, and that was it, man. Because <laughs> sometimes, like the vibe, just like it—it it, it was sent off like what Jay Z said. They would bring out spurs in you, and they were just like it would just come to you. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's 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 dope, man. Like. um just how quick the, the creative process of that, man. Like, it's, it's kind of like, it, it happened so fast, I don't really remember it like that because every yeah. day was so fun. We go in, and it was like routine. We just go in and just, you know, if I skip this day, I'll come in the next day after that, you know, and and we, we got a lot done real quick, you know, working on, you know, the tail end of uh, Coffee House while doing some of the beginning of, history in the making you know like it was kind of like that and like and, we just and these and, and these mixtapes that gypsy's talking about for everyone listening now to the coffee house was um 
27 tracks, and there's skits with that, too. And then History in the Making was 21 tracks. Like, these ain't no, like, seven-track, like, mixtapes. Like, these are full, like, albums right here, like, worth of music. Man, you know more than me because I didn't even realize that, man. <laughs> I got a couple pairs. <laughs> Definitely. That's what's up, man. Yeah, I, I didn't realize it was that much. Oh, it's almost, almost like 50 songs right there. Yeah. Or, yeah. Well, not songs, because we had skits. We definitely had skits. Yeah, but. yeah, because Coffee House, I noticed, had skits now, too. But I don't think History to Make It had any skits. No, we just went all the way through that, man. We just ran through that. Uh, like, lit. It was like, oh, it's your turn? All right, now it's my turn. It's my turn. <laughs> <laughs> well, when I hear, like, like the My Brother track, too, it just brings, like, that, that, that Motown feeling back to me. It's just like, wow, like, this is the reason why I fell in love with, like, Detroit hip hop. Mind you, you guys ain't from Detroit, but you might as well be with the way that you guys are rhyming. Yeah, I mean, well, we, we did stay in Detroit for a second. Okay, you know, okay. We had, you know, this little spot on uh, on Kendall and Rutherford, whatever. That's on school craft, whatever. So we had, you know, a little spot. Of, well, you know, when we was with True to Life, that was through Corey Joe. It's like we, we had the studio in the basement and we was just recording almost every day. I was making beats every day. You know, like our first song, like I, I think I ran veered off from that story. Our first song we ever did, I actually produced the beat to that song, and it was like the second beat I ever made in my life. <laughs> you know, yeah, the Watch Your Mouth track we were talking about before, right? No, actually, no. This uh, this is called Catch the Contact. It was on the first song we ever did, like period. Oh, okay, like, okay. Weird. I, I'm a, I'm I'm going to send it to you, man. Oh yeah, I definitely love the, to hear that. The beat has a uh, Jay Dilla kind of vibe to it because I was highly influenced by Jay Dilla at the time. But uh, that song, that's the song that really got us our popularity around Inkster before we even got to Detroit. Oh, okay. so like Inkster, every Catch the Contact is a legend. That that song is a legend. <laughs> <laughs> now, when uh, when I'm checking out these projects now too, like and for anybody listening now too, if you know Detroit hip hop, you know the Fat Killers. Now, when I'm like looking at these projects now too, like you guys had. Um, Shimmy Bango, um, now he goes up by uh, Bane Belushi, and then you guys had Fat Fowler on the first two projects. Uh, Bango was on uh, History in the Making and Coffee House, and Fat Fowler was on History in the Making. And, like, these are fat kids. These are, like, great yeah. co-signs at the time. At the, man, I'm going to be honest with you, man. They they still like big brothers, man. Like, all of them. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know King Gordy as well. I, I'm going to be honest with you. King Gordy, I think he's a, uh, he's a genius. Honestly, he does not get like the lyrical respect that, that he, he deserves. Yeah, his name should be brought up a lot more than it is. But you know, I understand some people. You know, they they might you know not they might not feel the shock value or stuff, whatever. But I I'm I'm there for all of it. I'm here for <laughs> yeah because I'm like his lyrics ain't for everybody. Like Ken Cordy's like a definite like he's like um he horrorcore. To me, I think. You, to me, I feel like if you look past it, you will see the genius in it. If you look past the shock value or whatever, he said, but it's still like genius how he comes up with it. Oh yeah, he's a he's a hard person to follow. And like, I'm glad I didn't have to. We we actually have a song, but it never got released. It's a Street Justice Fat Killer song, whatever. Oh what what I, man? And I, I actually. <laughs> Don't kill me, but hopefully they got a copy of it because I do not have a copy. Of it. <laughs> <laughs> but King Gordy came right after me, man, and it was just like effortless for him, man. I was—I think I was trying to write the most incredible thing I ever wrote in my life, and it still was like 
just fell short to King Gordy coming in simply saying something. Just it was simple, but it was great. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and but yeah, man, Fat Killers. That you know, shout out to all of them. They all like big bros still to this day. Man, that's you know? fact right there. Because like I remember Marv one. Um, I, he put up um Eler. A street justice mixtape or a catch P, uh, his gift certificate. But one of the one of the captions he put, um, that's what I love about Marv One, right? He like the caption was like, "Street justice is still your favorite group." I'm like, "Yeah, only a certain people will get that saying." <laughs> I ain't see that. I ain't even, you know, that's what's up. I, I, I rock with Marv man for that. That's what's up. That's it. Right. Shout out to Marv man yeah. for real. Shout out to Marv One. All the fat kills appeared on the show except for Ken Gordy. Shout out to my guys right there. Oh, man, you got to get King Gordy on, man. It, it, it'll probably be, like, the most entertaining interview you're probably Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, the kid of Van Dago, I'm well prepared for him, yes, sir. Um, so as we as we come back into uh, Street Justice now too, when you're recording um, these two first projects before we get into the third one, did the thought of like ever like doing a Gypsy solo at the time come into play, or that was? I, 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 I'll be honest with you, the Gypsy solo has been like I started out as a solo artist, really. You know what I'm saying? And like the first song, Catch Hurt Me, like. It was me by myself, set the tone. I think I might put that out on uh, YouTube, too, man. Yeah, that would be great to hear. But, um, yeah, I've been working on solo stuff throughout, like, the whole Street Justice career. You know, even till now, like, right now, of course. I've always been working on solo stuff, but to me, I'm going to be real with you. The energy of Street Justice, to me, I, I would love to do a Street Justice project quicker than I do a solo project any Ooh, day. I like that. I like that. Just because, like, it's it's just fun with my brothers. It's, it's more fun with your, with, with doing it with people that, you know, they're like, they think almost just like you in some kind of way, especially when it comes to creative side. We're not all the same, the same, but as far as creatively, we're, like, on the same frequency. The bond is like, Yeah, you know, it's, it's nothing like working with people like that. But, you know, working by myself, it's okay, you know. And and I'm about to show y'all a little something because when I work by myself, I can do, you know, the things that I can't really do with Street Justice because, you know, I can tap into the whole trap style beats, whatever, and and have my way with it, you know. But I know my brothers, they, they like more so the boom bap style, so, <laughs> well, you know. Well, even like now too, like even when when I hear like you and Catch on like the metal finger freestyle when y'all in front of the store uh, in the corner store right there, I was like, wow, yeah. like the but like it's still there. Man, I, if if anything, I think uh, performing like that that was always our strong suit. Like we've always been, we always been uh, big on our performance and everything. So. I think with that song and and how I did that, I just tried to perform it the best I could, really. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and get that, you know, that that old school, you know, street justice, gypsy vibe, whatever. Because I knew I was a little wild when on the stage, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, well, I have to ask now too because you guys say that you had a little spawn in Detroit now too. And when you guys are performing, I mean, when you guys are like recording with like the Fat Killers and stuff like that, I have to ask: Did you ever? Um, Perform in front of Hex Murder before because I'm mad. I heard Hex Murder man when he gives that face man. Who you in? You in? I would say this: Hex, 
has seen us perform. And I will say this, definitely Hex rock, rock for Street Justice. You know what I'm saying? I got a couple crazy Hex stories, man. I rock with Hex, man. I have not honestly seen them, you know, since, you know, you know, back in the day, you know, when, you know, the big tragedy happened and everything. And it yeah. was kind of messed up because it happened on the same day. I buried my grandmother for, you know, having a oh, massive yeah. stroke as well. So yeah, I'm sorry, that was that. a kind of, like, I, I, I remember that for two reasons, for Hex and my grandmother. But, um, but yeah, man, uh, Hex, he did rock with us, man. You know, I haven't heard or, you know, talked to him in forever. So, you know, I don't even know how you feel about it. You can hate my guns not <laughs> uh, well, no, uh, I don't. Hex will always be paying attention to the Detroit scene now, too. Like, he especially, does, man, he does, he does, he does. I mean, he is following me, so I, I give him that. I remember back in the day, he would not follow me, and now, like now, he follows me. Yeah, so I, like, That's <laughs> <laughs> I remember back when when Twitter was first popping, like around two. 2009, 2010. I remember yeah, when man, Hex. Yeah, like, <laughs> If he followed you, you were the man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you said that's facts, right? When you got that's that right. Hex murder, you were in. If Hex followed you, 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 you good. You know what I'm saying? But now you like following everybody, so it's like. <laughs> <laughs> well, then again, Twitter. I don't know if I'm good or not still, but, you know. <laughs> and then again, he'd be going in on Trump. Trump be seeing that, but like, I'm going to delete this guy's Hex. I'll be coming back again and again. Hex is. Yeah, that's that guy, and yeah, that's that's one unfuckwittable guy right there. If I can say that, yes, a big shout out to Hex right there now too. Yeah, man. yeah, shout out, shout out to Hex for real, man. for real. Um, so I gotta ask now too, like when you guys are recording, like the because we're coming into like the third mixtape, like the out for us, and then the fourth to follow the drip now too. Like, what were the mind state of like going into out for us, knowing that the reception that you guys got from the first two? Out for just us, like, we were, um, I think we was, like, kind of just trying to break into our own thing, really, and, um, it's like, okay, we got the, the sample, you know, the stamp of approval from Detroit, you know, Trick Trick, he shouted us out on stage during the, uh, Detroit Hip Hop Awards, I missed it, because I'm stupid, but the guys made it. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least they saw it, so that's good. <laughs> I don't know why I missed that. I don't know where, yeah, where my antennas were, but I should have been. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we, we got that sample of approval, and then from there, it was more so just, like, coming into our own, just trying to, you know, we, we had the soulful sound with the, uh, you know, uh, Soul Searching mixtape, and then Coffee House, and then, you know, History in the Making, more so on, History in the Making was more soulful, than coffee in the coffee house. Coffee house had some soulful joints, but it, it got a little raw. Yeah, I gonna lie. Yeah, it did. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I like that kind of coffee house. You know what I'm saying? But uh, <laughs> but anyway, off of just us, it was more so like we just we gonna show them like as far as lyrically, yeah, we we could bang with the best of them. We ain't just on some soulful stuff. We we could get with y'all cats on these lyrics, whatever, and and follow the drip. It was the same thing, you know. Just really being our own own cats, we had our own. I feel like we kind of we were like a melting pot of of different styles that you may have loved. You know what I'm saying? Which is why she just kind of gave people a breath of fresh air because you get you get a slumville feel, you know, yeah. every night. Then or you'll get you know a red man method man feel or Wu Tang kind of feel or 
G Unit kind of feel or whatever. Like you'll get some of everything because you know we just we're products of what we you know listen to. We we came up on all these cats. Well, like, you know. well, like, even like the like the connection now too, like how you say with G Unit and like Detroit now too, like they must have been in Detroit like crazy during that time. Yeah, oh, you said uh, G Unit. Yes, sir. Oh yeah, oh they uh yeah they they definitely rushed. You gotta understand, you know, G Unit. That's basically it was with Shady, so you know they was out here, and you know they was you know they was protected while they was out here too, because you know you got. M and if you got M, you got Trick, you got Hex, you got you got <laughs> anybody. You know what I'm saying? It's like a chain of events that can happen to you if you uh, step out of line. Man, I'm, a big chain of events. You know I, I'm, I, I'm gonna be real with you, Jepsy. The day I and I was like, I this was like, I forget what year this happened though. But the day I knew that you never, never disrespect anybody in Detroit was the day Hitmaker got his Transformer chain gone. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. We don't have to get into that for the people who do know that. You, you know. Yeah, I, I remember that. Matter of fact, I, you know, after it happened, we had a show. We opened up for Method Man and Red Man. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, the, the chain was there. Amen. <laughs> and then we opened up for Nas the next year, and the chain was on stage again. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> yeah, we opened up for Nas. That was like Nas and, uh, Slaughterhouse, all the Slaughterhouse was there. I met Joe. Well, I ain't gonna say I met him. I just bumped into him backstage. You know, and you'd be like, "Yeah, I met Joe Button." <laughs> hey, and, you're still in the same room. That counts. Yeah, he just had to use the bathroom, man. He didn't. Know I, did. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where it's at, but yeah. Hey, I, I, I heard Joe was a different man back then. I heard he changed now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, he's cool. Like Joe, Joe was cool when I seen him. He wasn't like you know, just a regular dude. He, you know. Okay. I went like, I don't know, like, and that was a weird day, man. I'm gonna tell you, I have a hex story. I have a hex and trick trick story on from that day, man. Oh yeah, you're uh, most likely glad to share it on here. Yeah, I almost, I almost got my ass whooped, and I didn't do nothing. <laughs> but <laughs> I almost got my ass whooped on somebody else's behalf. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, so, somebody was saying some stupid shit, whatever. I say it was stupid because it almost got me in some shit. Oh yeah, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. They, you know, Hex pulled me over. I remember seeing them. You know, what I'm saying uh, at the night show and slaughterhouse. You know, and uh, all the goon squad. They all going into the dressing room. It's like a line of like I don't know how many cats it was, man. But you just didn't want to piss off nobody in that lineup. Oh yeah, <laughs> I can imagine. But I remember seeing Hex, and I remember being like, what up? He was like, I remember. I, I was like, what up, though? And he was like, I got to talk to you. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, what up? Just, I got to talk to you. So, yeah, something going on. I don't know what's going on, but okay. I'm hoping it's good. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm hoping it's good. I ain't never had no bad blood with nobody because I don't get into nothing. Yeah. Yeah, he pulled me to the side back there and then pulled Trick Trick over. Like, so, like, what's what's up with this stuff I'm uh, hearing about you saying it? I'm like, man, I ain't said nothing. I ain't with all that high school shit going on. I ain't with none of that shit, man. I, hey, I'm just here, man. That's it. It's like, I'm about my own business. Know, I don't know shit about it. And then Trick like, man, that's not, man, he good, man. What you, like, <laughs> Hex like, man, I'm just saying, man, because I, I want to, I love this nigga. I want to have to fuck him up, man. I'm like, oh, shit, man. <laughs> 
like, man, I love this motherfucker, man. Like, I'm like, all right, bro. We yeah, y'all can have that. Just, if, if if they say that, don't don't get tough. I say that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Anybody else would have said that, I would have got tough. Like fucking up who? But yeah, heck, say yeah, I don't want to have to fuck this nigga up. Just 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 let it happen, bro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> let, it happen, bro. yeah. let it let it let it go. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, yeah. shout out to Hex and shout out to Uncle Trick. You know what I'm saying? Oh, the gatekeeper. Yeah. Shout out to the Triple OG. Yeah, man. Anytime I see Trick is love. Every every time. You know what I'm saying? And they're very humble souls too now too. Like I hit them in the DM and they respond. It's like wow, like it's, I yeah, grew man, up on you guys. This is cool people. Like the 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 way folk get portrayed out here, man. And, and then you meet them, you see something different. It's like these real cool guys. They just want you to respect them and everyone around them. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And I'm the same way. Like don't if you with me, you good. You are good. You know what I'm saying? I'll fight to the death with you. You know what I'm saying? As long as you're on the right side. But, you know, if, if you're on some bullshit, you gotta, you know, hey. And, like, <laughs> it's just, like, everybody from Detroit now, too, just, like, they're so genuine now, too. It's, like, I never met so, like, so many people, like, so much from one city. It's, like, wow, like, you, <laughs> like, you guys are nicer than people in my town. I mean, we, uh, here's the thing, man, like, you know, we come up, a lot of us come up rough. Everybody ain't come up rough, being honest. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Some folk come up rough, but, you know, they just made the best of their environment. Some of the best people know how to adapt to whatever's going on around them and make the best out of it. You know what I'm saying? And what you're seeing is a product of some of the best coming out of Detroit. Oh, yeah. And so like, that's real shit. And, and the thing about, like, Detroit now, too, I can name about, like, 20 five Detroit artists that are like strictly from the city alone, not even from Michigan. And it's like the talent, the talent is there in Michigan alone. Yeah, man, it, it is, man. It's like the, the, the way we get overlooked, man, is something stupid, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's something stupid because, you know, it's, it's a lot of things. Well, I ain't going to say that. I'm a, I'm going to reframe my words because I like to say factual things. So I don't just like to talk out the side of my neck, whatever, but okay. But yeah, I just say this, like, you know, a, a lot of styles have been taken from Detroit. A lot. Yeah. That, you I know what I'm saying? It. But, you know, it is what it is. And to everyone that has blossomed from those styles, God bless you. You was able to take your family out the hood. That's what's up. <laughs> you know, it'd just be cool if y'all did pay a little homage, though. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. That's it. That's it. Because, like, because, like, I love, like, the thing about a, a Detroit artist now, too, is, like, the drive will always be in there now, too. Like, for example, like, uh, Fat Fowler and Miss Corona's album, um, projects now, too. Like, the, those albums are getting phenomenal praises right now, too. Yeah. And, like, they've been in the game for a long time. Yeah, and they, they are incredible projects. Like, for real. For real. And, like, all on the middle finger music, too, what should I add? Yeah, uh, Isaac, you know... Isaac, that's that's my man's right there. Oh, yes, like, sir. Uh, Isaac Cassidy, yes, sir. He he got to get his just due for real. Isaac is he's a beast out here. Like <laughs> real talk, he can adapt to any surrounding. With I'm I'm being real with you. You know we done brought Isaac in the uh, through the mud and, and <laughs> Isaac, you know for real. Isaac is official. You know what I'm saying? I'm stamping that. Isaac is official. I think uh, Pat told me like they used to sneak him into clubs and stuff like that when he was like 16 or 15 <laughs> years old. I was like, damn, yo. Like, he must have been really living it back then. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I, Isaac is a cool cat, man. Like, 
I hope you you know everybody check out this project, The Rabbit Hole. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead. I think you got some vinyls now. You know what I'm saying? Oh yes, sir. He does say now two people. I think it's on yeah. Middle Fingers Bandcamp. Go ahead, go ahead, cop that if you can. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead, support. Now, um, and now I have to ask now too because we're still on the topic of street justice. Now, um, when I see like the the last project that's on the Bandcamp is uh, Go Ham. Was that the last project that you all released together? Yes, it is. It's the last project. That project was like, like our masterpiece, honestly. Yeah, like, that this was, and it was a short project now too. But like the quality was there. So much went into that, man. I'm gonna be honest with you. A lot of time, a lot of nights, a lot of you know listening, a lot of writing, a lot of rewriting. Just man, a lot of money. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's a lot of stuff that went into that, you know. Um, just to be what it is. And I think it is, like, still to this day, like a critically acclaimed project. Oh, hey, oh, hey, hey, like, this was released in um, 2011, I want to say? 2020? That was uh, 2010, 2010, man. Okay. This, is the, this is the 10-year anniversary. Wow, so. yeah, because <laughs> when I heard, um, what's that track? It's, um, the Seasons. That was my joy right there when I heard that. I was like, I, I was thought... just talking about that yesterday, man. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but man, uh, yeah, that that joint right there, like that right there, I think that was one of the most thought-provoking verses I ever wrote, like for real. I put some real time in just into that verse because to me, it just, it was like a masterpiece and everybody else's verses, like everybody had something specific that was, you know, being touched on in their life. And, and, and for the whole uh, Go Ham project, we did that almost on every song. Yeah, uh, we, very we thought-provoking. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, you know, I don't try to be one of those guys that's, you know, uh, bash, you know, other musicians or how they do their art, you yeah. know, because, you know, to me, it's all art, and what you don't like, somebody else will, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That, that I, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm saying, you know, we, we refer to Soldier Boy, but look at him now. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Look, somebody liked it. A lot of people liked it. Mm-hmm. And honestly, he ended up, he had a couple of drinks out of that, that, you know, I even rock with. I ain't gonna, I, don't, I ain't gonna hate. <laughs> I'm not gonna hate. Yeah, I ain't gonna you know lie. He had that one. Yeah, he had, he had, he had, he had, I get a little lit too, you know. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. To we made it. I feel you. It's okay. I feel you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Even though it's the other side of the spectrum than what I'm doing with, but still, I can respect it though. But, um, yeah, I, I missed my point of what I was saying, man. My bad. Oh, no, 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 no. It's, it's like what you were saying. It's like somebody likes it now, too. So when somebody hears like a street justice, they're like, well, if you don't like this, there's about 20 other people out there that's going to like it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, a lot of people like that that go ham project. I'll be honest. I, I, I played that. I played songs for my mom. Really? Was, wow. And my mom don't listen to no type of hip hop at all. <laughs> 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 like, Gospel and jazz, and that's it. Like that's it. But she was like, "Oh, I like that. Like, it, yeah, you know, songs I couldn't let out of here, of course." But oh no, yeah, yeah, you know. yeah, 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 of course. <laughs> <laughs> She, now, she's a Christian woman, you know. <laughs> now, um, I have to ask for the go or go ham project now too, because like the way that I'm even looking at the album cover, like it was treated like an album, like even down to the mixed, I mean mixed and mastered. Like, did you guys shoot videos for this? We shot two videos. Actually, uh, 
We shot two, really worked on the third one, but wasn't able to finish that um, for some some reason, whatever. But, uh, yeah, we shot um, Breaking Rocks, a video for Breaking Rocks, which you can find on YouTube. Just type Street Justice, Breaking Rocks. Is, um, break in Rocks, not Breaking. Got to take the G off the end, whatever. But um, Breaking Rocks and also uh, Wish You Would. Okay. Then wish you would, whatever. I don't watch that wish you would one. Yeah, wish you would. That's actually that's actually on off of uh, follow the drip. That's not on go ham. Really? Okay. Yeah, because the I'll pull up my phone for a second right now. I'm like, let me just check title because I know that's on title. Yeah. And here's the thing: we dropped wish you would after we dropped breaking rock. So it was kind of funny <laughs> like how that came out. <laughs> but hey, if people actually like it, they'll go back and pay and like find like that actual follow the drip project now too because Definitely. sometimes it just takes one song. It does. Sometimes I mean, and they hear the song 3 years later and they end up, you know, turning into something again, you know, so you know, if everyone in the world has not heard the song, it's okay to put it out again if you, you know, if you want to redo something on it or whatever, if only a couple hundred people heard it, then go ahead and, and try to make it the better song it could be. Oh, well, like, I like how you said that too. Like somebody can hear it like three years later, but like, wow, this is really dope. Like, see, like that kind of what happened for me now too. Like when I'm a fan of, um, of a group or even like an artist, let's say when I'm a fan of an artist, I want to hear what they have to say outside of the music now too. So like when I first heard of Street Justice, first thing I did was put in Street Justice interview on YouTube and you'd be surprised like what you can find now too. But I have to remember now too, it's like, I can just, like, ask these guys the questions now, too. It still kind of fucks me up now, too, because I'm doing something that I, I love. Because I just love watching interviews. So it's like, I can actually find out the answers. And if I like it, there's other people out there that's going to like it. Mm-hmm. That's very true. Okay. That's very true. Man. So, and, like, even when I heard you on, like, Miles Garrett, I, I think that's... I'm not big on football. I'm going to keep it a buck. But that's on to my joint right I'm there. not either. I'm not a big football guy <laughs> either. I'm not a big sports guy, I watch basketball games in 10 minutes. I watch, like, the basketball highlight games. Yeah, <laughs> me and you both. Just me and you both. I, I don't have time to watch another grown man dribble the ball for two hours straight. I, <laughs> my, I have too much other important things to think about, honestly. I and feel you no, on that. Hey, no shade to sports. It's not my thing, really. But, yeah, uh, I love that song, man. I love that song. Like, <laughs> no, no, for the... I, I, I think uh, we all try to, lately, I've been trying to come with a different pattern on every song, like some try something different, you know. Versatility. As far as, yeah, versatility, well, I thrive on versatility, but, you know, um, I never want to sound the same on every single thing. I do want you to know, like, yeah, that's Gypsy, but... Still, like, what is he doing right now? Yeah, like, Jeb's kicking different flows and shit over here. Yeah, yeah, he's tapping into something else. <laughs> now, <laughs> because, like, I see you, like, on, on even guest appearing on uh, catches, like, gift certificate or, like, or, like, mm-hmm. like I said, like, the foul mouth tracks now, too. So, so as a fan, like, I just have to ask, like, um, are you with Metal Finger as a solo artist? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, see, people, I just want to let y'all know, like, Gypsy is nice. So just, you know, if, you, if yeah, y'all never yeah. heard of Gypsy, just go listen to what we're talking about. Change your mind. <laughs> yeah, check it out. Go, you know what I'm saying? 
You could go on five miles. I think it's five miles three one three, bandcap.com. Yes, sir. And uh, you could, you know, find some of these joints that that I'm on, whatever. Like the, um, I think, what's that? The first joint we did. Oh, um, Lucy's, I believe it's called. Yeah, the Lucy's. Yeah, yes. the Lucy. That's on five miles. You, you know, I'm on a, a couple joints on there. The Cipher, and a song with Fat Father and Catch. On that one, and yeah, I, I got a few different joints on. Now, uh, when 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 you were uh, with Catch, and when when Pat was like for middle, middle finger music. Now I gotta ask, like, did the thought of like doing a street justice album underneath middle finger music ever come across like you catching Red's idea? We would love to do something like that, but yeah, uh, time is everything. They say. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. You know. One, when we did our projects, we were all in the same, you know, vicinity in the same city, you know. Yeah. Red now redder than ATL now, so. Oh, wow. It's, it's hard to, it'll be hard to get him to sit down and hone in on some lyrics and, you know. And, you know, I, I know he can do it, but he's like me right now. Like, my confidence level, as far as when I first record something, it's kind of like, because uh, I'm always trying, like I said, I'm always trying something new now. So the fact I'm doing that, I don't know how people are going to take it. So it's kind of like doing it and it's like sitting back and just watching people, how they react to it, you know. And I know that's how Red is is probably, that's probably his approach right now. Like, he doesn't know how it's going to sound, so he's probably a little skeptical. I'm like, man, just get out, get out there and do it. Yeah. <laughs> I went out there and did it. I just did it. I didn't care. And I was, you know, I tried it in some of the craziest places that I probably shouldn't have tried it in. But it turned <laughs> out to be incredible, you know. Yeah. I, I did something up at uh, Heaven Studios, whatever, um, a few months back, whatever. And a lot of people saying it's one of the most incredible verses they ever heard. <laughs> it be spit ever. And honestly, I was skeptical the whole time I was uh, recording it. Really? I didn't think it was going to be all of that, really. I thought it was pretty mediocre, honestly. Everybody thought it was so incredible, though. So I'm like, I guess I'm on to something. <laughs> was this when uh, Big Vish was doing the Alien Game Cyphers up there? Yeah, that and uh, not. It's uh, I ended up actually recording. Oh, okay, okay. I'm actually like laying down something. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it's a dope joint, man. I hope I, I, I like to hear it so. <laughs> <laughs> Now, uh, now, now, I have to ask now too. Like being like you're a part of Middle Finger Music now too. I'm assuming that you're working on a solo project. Definitely. Okay, that's uh, good to hear. Definitely. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm not a few. I'm way over a few songs in, but yeah, I'm in there. I'm, I'll be dropping something very shortly. Because you said you're a producer as well now too, so I have to ask: Like, are you taking like the role of producing for this project? Or are you gonna have like the uh, middle finger in house, like Famo, Simple Cuts, uh, Jump, Jimbo Jones to like the handle production? Well, it's gonna be a mixture. I'm definitely gonna be uh, producing. Okay, because I'm pretty sure you want to rap over your own beats as well. I have some stuff, man. I <laughs> I, I got some stuff, man. Like you, you'll see. On my uh, my first project, I put out the ism, whatever, that I kind of just threw out there. I, I produced four of those songs on there. So um, I believe that the first four songs okay. on that project. 
So if you type the the ism I Z M, the I Z M whatever, then you'll you'll find it. If you type in Julian Antoine the ism, and like I said, uh, a long time in the making, I made that a song called Right Away. I made that um, Killing Me. I made that beat as well. And I forgot I had to look because uh, yeah. Oh, it's fully understandable. But when you're a producer now, too, it's pretty hard to, to keep track of like all the beats that you make in your lifetime. Yeah, man, I got a lot going on. <laughs> now, a lot going on. Now, when you're like a producer as well now, too, like I have to ask now, too, like is there people that you produce for that? Like we made like like a like a Catch P track or an Isaac track. Uh, actually, I have not really. Uh done anything for anybody else just yet like i've uh i've sold some beats i don't know what happened to them after i sold those <laughs> but you did sell okay yeah like uh as far as me you'll hear something very soon um i will say this uh me, me and catch got something brewing we, we got something brewing right oh okay that's what i like yeah. okay it's, 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 it's about to be pretty monstrous right now. Like, I have, I got goosebumps thinking about this, but I'm definitely producing um, a joint on there, for sure, one right now. And, that, and it is it, man. <laughs> I'm going to just tell you that. And it's I'm good here, to I'm hear, like, that weird. you're willing to collaborate with, like, your past group members now, too, because, like, when most people, like, they, when like when they don't put out a project, if the group member's like, oh, I'm not going to record a film, but you, like, the love is still there between you guys, and that's what I love about it. Yeah, like, we'll, like, you talking about with, with SJ, right? Yes, yes, three, yes. Yeah, we, we're like brothers, for real. It's not, like, just a uh, rap group, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because y'all grew yeah. up together. Yeah, like, it's, some kind of way we we grew together like in the time that we have spent together because i can't say i really grew up with them because i you know i didn't meet catch really until i was and really hung with him until i was an adult but since then it's like that's been my brother ever like since the day i met him and cliff you know uh Red, I call him Cliff because that's what he go by, Clifford. Okay, okay. Right. I was, was going to be like, this is a fourth member? I don't know. Okay, I got it now. I met them brothers. It's, we've been brothers. You know, that just, that don't end like that. You know, even when we're not rapping, we check on each other. We, You know, we just talk about life. Yeah. We have conversations. That's... I may be the one that talk more about rap than anybody else because I'm the, like the biggest rap fan probably out of all of them. <laughs> yeah. but, but for the most part, we'll get on the phone sometimes and not even talk about it talk about rap we'll just just kick it you know what i'm saying i'm not gonna lie yo catch is hilarious on facebook i guess i'm gonna kind of look at it in yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah catch i you know how you got the thing where you say uh where it say see first you can see people stuff first i don't know if you if a lot of people know about oh that. yeah no yeah it has it's a little feature when they post something like you got notification yeah yeah because yeah, people would get lost in the algorithm and you'll never see their stuff whatever yeah so i got like all my my friends like my close friends and my family whatever i got them on there so i see his stuff all the time man and yeah <laughs> yeah man <laughs> yeah. it'll make your day i just say that yeah that's big fat you having a bad day go look at that go look at it. 
Yeah, man. Um, so we're now Gypsy now too. Um, you're more welcome to come back when you when you and catch up your solo project now too. I wanted to actually, you know, pick your brain for a bit and know a little about street justice and to let the fans know like a little bit of your history now too. Um, okay. With um, with that being said now too, this is a question that I ask all of my guests. Um, and the reason why I ask my guests this now too is because that. There could be, like, somebody who really looks up to, like, street justice and, like, still pays attention to them. They just may not, like, have access to you or something like that, but they hear this. Um, and they really need to hear something right now, too. Um, so with that being said, um, do you have any words for somebody in a dark place trying to see the light? Anybody in a dark place trying to uh, get out, I'll say this right now because I find myself in a dark place, like, pretty often. And honestly, this is... I'm going to be real with you. I'm now just getting out of that uh, making music in a dark place, whatever. But before it was very therapeutic for me. Like I need, I, I had to really um, in order to not do the things that I was talking about. But I would say this for one, stay prayed up, whatever you into, whatever you got is if you're an atheist, whatever, I don't know what you can do or as far as that whatever but yeah. me what i do i can tell you what i do you know what i'm saying i stay prayed up uh and i don't just sit there on my knees and talk and you know bow my head and all of that <laughs> i just i t- i just sit there and have a, a talk with the creator and just you know like which way you want me to go because i don't know which i don't know what's going on right now but i don't know nothing because i don't have the answers yeah. And when you finally, when you realize you don't have the answers and you can't solve everything and you can't be everybody's go-to person and everything, you can't do it all. When you realize that, it'll take a lot more stress off, man. And if you're in a dark place, I hope, if, if you're not smoking weed, you probably should smoke weed. I'm just telling you. <laughs> <laughs> That'll fix that. That'll, yeah. We'll fix all your problems, but it'll make you forget what you're stressing about. It, it get you the fuckets. It's not going to get you, you know, you know, it's not going to solve your problems, but it's going to get you the fuckets. You're not going to lose your mind over not being able to handle or solve a problem right then and there. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, that's just, that's what I do. It may not be the best advice. I may not be no. the best person. Well, no, no. Well, the reason why I asked that question is because we're, we're, we're all unique individuals now, too. So everybody has their own way of answering that, that question now, too. So that's why I asked that question because nobody can answer that yeah. question the same. It's, it's hard. It's, it's, it's hard to answer that question because, you know, people could say, I could say, because what I just said, people would be like, well, that's pretty generic. But honestly, you got to try it. If not, if you tried it yeah. and it hasn't worked. Then I'm gonna be honest with you. You have some soul searching to do because me myself, like I said, I, I don't have all the answers, and I'm still trying to figure out my way as well. But you know, I know this: if you're in a dark place and you feel like you know suicide or something like that is is an option, that right there, that's 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 not the game at all. You know what I'm saying? Whether you know you could be in a situation where you feel like nobody rocks with you and this and that, whatever. It's okay. We all have down periods. We all have the lows, whatever, but we got the ups are going to come. They're going to come. It's just the way the world is. Yours might come longer than someone else's. That's okay. Because the other side might just be a little bit larger for you than, you know, what you you thought you were going to get. 
And it could prepare you too. Like all the things that you're going through could prepare you for all the blessing that's going to come after. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So it's like, stay, be patient for one. Cause every, it's not going to happen when you want it to. It's not, I'm still waiting. <laughs> yeah. I ain't waiting. I'm, I'm patiently, I'm patiently working on to, on you know, getting what I'm, where I'm trying to get to now. If it happens, thank God, you know what I'm saying? But you know, I'm, I'm not expecting no handouts. I'm just putting my work in. That's all I can say. Put your work in. And if you, you know, if, if, if it's not coming out the way you want to, keep putting the work in. Keep putting the work in until it happens, because it will. Anything you work tirelessly and aimlessly at, you are destined to have. Just know that. And that's all I can say. Man, everyone from, like, Michigan gives a very phenomenal answer like that. Now, I hope somebody samples I ain't going to fart right there. That was crazy. Oh, uh, thanks, man. Thanks. <laughs> Anytime, Gypsy. Um, so with that being said now, too, um, before I let you go, is there anything you want to plug in, or, like, maybe where the people can find you? Uh, you can find me on Facebook at uh, Julian Antoine, uh, or Julian Antoine is Gyps. No Y at the end. Yes, yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> when, when, when we credit it, we'll put Gyps and Gypsy at this so people can actually tap in. Yeah, because I'm, I'm honestly getting out of the Gypsy thing, because everybody call me Gyps. They don't call me Gypsy really like that. They call me Gyps, so. I ain't going to fight. I was calling you Gyps in DM because I seen it in your bio. I was like, oh, okay, I was going to go Gyps. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that, but it's, you know, shorter. It's, you know, one syllable. It's easier. Yeah. <laughs> it throws off the tongue easier than, you know. Some dude don't want to, you know, I'm going to be real with you. Calling somebody a man with a Y at the end of his name can be kind of awkward. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You I know what I'm saying? I know a guy, his real name is, is his real name is Sweetie. Sweetie. No, it's better than Ashley. I know some guy's name, Ashley. <laughs> I can't call him Sweetie. I gotta call him Sweet. Like, what up, my Sweet? You know, I, I cannot call him. I just cannot call a man Sweetie. Oh, that's understandable. Big pause. Big pause. I, I know that's your name, but I just, you know, much love to you, brother, but shout out to Sweet. <laughs> yeah, you know. And uh, with that being said, this is not a classic interview for a very humble soul. Gypsy or Gyps of Street Justice. And Pride Metal Finger Music. We appreciate you, my guy. Yes, sir. I appreciate you too, man.